Hi, it's Amy Newmark, and this holiday week, I'm presenting to you three of my favorite episodes from last Christmas and New Year's with some great ideas for New Year's resolutions that will actually work. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. You may have already made your New Year's resolution, but if you haven't, or if you're looking for a better one already, I've got an idea for you today. I was rereading one of our bestsellers from a few years ago. It's called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Count Your Blessings. And I found two stories I really like for this time of year. They are both recommendations that you do less, that you clear your calendar, that you live slower, and you take more time to look around as you speed through life. So one story is about slowing down your life at home, and the other is about slowing down your life at work. So I'm offering these up to you as possible alternative New Year's resolutions. The first story comes to us from Mimi Greenwood-Knight, and her story is called Opting for a Slower Pace because that's exactly what she did on behalf of her whole family. Mimi says that she and her husband were busy even before they had kids. They both worked full-time, and then they spent their nights and weekends at their local amateur theater. Then they had kids, and they kept on being just as busy, but they substituted in new activities, such as gymnastics, soccer, Girl Scouts, T-ball, karate, art classes, French, and Suzuki violin. Mimi says they didn't even have time to eat meals at home. They were living on fast food while they were out. And she says that her most meaningful conversations with her husband, David, would take place on their street, with David sitting in his car, heading home from work, and Mimi sitting in her car, dashing off with the kids in the other direction, and they'd talk to each other through their driver's windows before they sped off again in different directions. And one day, Mimi looked around and she thought, what are we doing? They had three beautiful, healthy kids. They had everything they'd ever wanted, and yet the five of them hardly knew each other. Mimi had put her career on hold to be a full-time mom, but she says instead of being a full-time mom, she had become a full-time maniac with a worse schedule than when she worked. She could not remember the last time that her family had had dinner together around the table like a real family. So she and David talked about this. They spent several nights figuring out what to do, and they did a lot of praying, too. And then they decided that they wanted out of this craziness. So they canceled most of their kids' activities, and they stayed home, where they built birdhouses together, and they baked cookies together, and they read books, and they planted a vegetable garden. The kids made stuff, and they took nature walks, and they talked to each other. And the kids became more creative. They made blanket forts, and they wrote and performed their own plays, and they composed songs on the piano, and they taught tricks to the dog, and they wrote for fun, not for school, but just for fun. And Mimi says the kids were really happy, and they weren't asking to go anywhere. In fact, they weren't even asking to watch TV. They were just too busy being kids. So we always put an inspirational quote at the beginning of our stories. And the one that we had chosen for Mimi's story was attributed to Confucius. And the quote was, 
Life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. So Mimi talked about slowing down her family. And for those of you who go to work every day, I have another story. This one about slowing down at your job. So this story is by Michelle Mock, and she opens her story during what's supposed to be her lunch hour at work, but she's holding a yogurt and trying to juggle it and eat it while also reading her email. And she said she couldn't even spare 15 minutes to go somewhere else to eat this yogurt. She just felt like she had to sit there and eat and work at the same time. And not only was she not taking any time for lunch each day, but she was also bringing work home with her. And she was also working on the weekends. She wanted to quit that job, but she didn't feel like she could do that unless she had another job lined up. And I guess she just didn't have time to work on finding that other job, so she felt trapped. And then she had a chance conversation with a six-year-old girl in line at the grocery store. And this conversation really changed Michelle's outlook. This little girl was bouncing in the line and looking very happy. And so Michelle made conversation with her and just said, hey, good day at school. And the little girl nodded, and Michelle asked what her favorite subject was, and the little girl said, lunch. And then Michelle remembered, oh yeah, lunch. Lunch was fun when she was a student. It was time off between sessions of working. And that led Michelle to wonder, hey, what happened to lunch in my life? She knew that she could technically take a one-hour lunch break at work, so she decided to just start taking it and see what happened. Her office was located in the downtown of her little town, and there was actually stuff she could do during lunch. There was a museum a few blocks away. There were horses grazing in a field nearby. There were interesting stores she could browse. There was a used bookstore that she liked. There was a library. There was even a duck pond. She could eat her lunch there and look at the ducks. So Michelle took back her lunch hour. She was a little worried that her coworkers would say something, but no one ever did. And instead, some of them actually followed her lead, and some of them even went for walks with her during lunch. So Michelle didn't change jobs, and she says she still might want to, but she's changed how she handled her job, and she's much happier as a result. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Count Your Blessings, please visit chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button and you'll get more information about the book. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. My handle is at Amy Newmark. I'll post a link to the latest podcast every day or you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts and come back for our next episode I'll be sharing a couple of really interesting stories about children stepping outside their comfort zones and finding the courage to make a new connection with their birth mothers. <laughs>